Sachin Agarwal, uh, one of the uh, research fellowship receivers, he received the research fellowship from us, from Indic Academy. Uh, he is working on, uh, under our research fellowship, he is working on temple and ecology uh, and all that. But currently, he is, he is going to present a paper on interdisciplinary curriculum based on the uh, Panchalakshana of Puranas. So, Namaste, everyone. It's a great opportunity for me to be presenting at this. Uh, honorable conference with such esteemed speakers. I'm very grateful to Indic Academy, uh, Nagraj sir, who's been mentoring me on the conference. And uh, I like to begin by going down to my gurus, Srimanadi Narayananji and Maspriti Rekhaji, who've been the guiding light, been the guiding light behind this work. So today my paper is going to be on an interdisciplinary curriculum based on the Panchalakshanas of Puranas. This is based on the work that we've been doing at Anadi Foundation. So the central theme of the paper is, how can we introduce the knowledge and the content in the Puranas, the Indian knowledge systems, to students and youth who are part of a regular educational process? So we've been looking at the great knowledge that is there in the Itihasa and the Purana as part of this conference. The theme of my paper is going to be, how can we take this knowledge to educational institutions? And I'm going to be dividing my presentation into three parts. The first is we'll be looking at the need for uh, such a step, then a global perspective on what other countries are doing. And we'll also look at the new national education policy. Then the second part, which is the core part of the presentation, we'll, we'll look at the curriculum that we have designed and how can we teach that curriculum. We'll also look at an example of big history, which is a modern scientific attempt at building a narrative. And then towards the latter half, we look at uh, what are the future scope of such a work. So to begin with, uh, the education that we receive in our schools and educational institutions, it helps shape the aspirations, attitudes, and values of individuals. It provides the necessary worldview and frameworks with which individuals approach their lives. Based on the knowledge that we receive in schools, we take up further education, we proceed to higher education institutions, take up careers, develop systems in society, develop scientific technologies, etc. And it is because of this education that we receive during our schools and colleges that the policies are formed by people in the people at the position, etc. And they shape the narrative and the ethical discourse of the society. So while we have people who go despite the education system, but if we look at the majority of the people, what is taught as part of the educational process is what governs or shapes the larger discourse in the society. And if we examine the present education system, it is largely dominated by a Western worldview and Indian worldview and knowledge systems are largely absent. And if we take up study, for example, in schools or university, it is segmented into different subjects. Most of them often do not talk to each other and students lack a holistic view of reality. And the education that we've been receiving is largely outdated in terms of uh, the jobs and the new economic environment that we have. It, it doesn't equip us with the 21st century skills that are needed. And there's a lack of rasa and joy in the whole educational process. 
and needless to say the knowledge of self or the knowledge of indian culture is missing in our normal education process today uh, are you uh, sir just one question are you able to see the last line as well or is it getting hidden because of this yes yes you are able to see the whole slide okay okay thank you so as a result students are unable to appreciate the indian culture that is there our indian civilization they perceive our itihasa purana as myths lacking any scientific basis and there's lack of opportunities in terms of pursuing further careers as part of in indian knowledge systems or even thinking about research in these dimensions and students have a general hesitation or people in society have a general hesitation in owning up our civilization civilizational identity owning up to be a bharatiya and the benefits of a rich tradition of the guru shishya parampara is not available to the society at large if you look at the education system in india today largely and the indian knowledge systems are puranas that is briefly mentioned in them we find occasional mentions of scientists such as aryabhatta charaka some of their texts scientific achievements that they have done at various places in the curriculum there is a beautiful course that is designed by michel denino ji kunal kapoor ji and others for cbse it's called the knowledge tradition and practices of india it's available as an elective course for classes 11th and 12th it gives a good overview of various knowledge traditions and covers historical concepts the stories from panchatantra ramayana mahabharata have been used by various schools and institutions for value education life skills or literature not necessarily for scientific study or looking at them as encyclopedic works there are few institutions uh, at school as well as higher education level who are introducing indian knowledge systems indian philosophy and world view at systematic level however the use of puranas to teach these sciences and philosophy is not quite popular on the other hand if you look at popular perception of puranas in society as well as among students they love the stories they would have heard their stories from parents or other places but they are often regarded as mere myths and uh, lacking any scientific basis and uh, a lot of emerging research that are that uh, we've had the opportunity to listen to in this conference as well as a lot of papers that have been published on the research in puranas students in schools and educational institutions have little exposure to the work that is happening in these dimensions while there are curriculums who are teaching indian knowledge systems and itihasa purana systematically there is a less like these options are less likely to be exercised by anyone coming from a city or an urban audience or going through a regular educational process thus there is very limited option or uh, there exists no curriculum or option at a large scale that introduces students to the knowledge that is there in our puranas in our itihasa puranas systematically like they are introduced to any other subject because that is the normal way that anybody is introduced and that is what students eventually develop shraddha or look forward to now this sentiment is not just isolated to india in fact there is a global resonance for this sentiment especially in parts of the world where local culture and knowledge has suffered erosion due to colonialism and globalization some of the prime examples are countries in africa south america as well as alaska and there is a growing scholarly literature on the need and the ways by which we can integrate traditional and indigenous knowledge systems in the modern ed modern educational process and special applications of these 
indigenous knowledge systems have been looked at in terms of health and environmental issues because these are closely related to life and these are dimensions that are covered in a holistic manner in our uh, indigenous knowledge systems which are not often dealt with in the modern educational process there have been successful policy implementations by several countries and regions the two examples that we cite here one is south africa which implemented a policy in 2005 to integrate its indigenous knowledge resources in the curriculum the other has been in alaska and there have been several studies to look at the impact of this and we've seen very positive results of the of integrating this curriculum wherein it's measured that students are able to appreciate have a greater appreciation for cultural values students have a greater interest in their educational process and there's a greater understanding and engagement during the classes so having keeping this in mind if we can develop a systematic curriculum of integrating indian knowledge systems in the 21st century based on the puranas india has a potential to set an example for world and inspiring a global movement for other countries like india has been doing in all other aspects recently our indian government has been recognizing many of these changes which is why the new national education policy in 2020 envisions an india centric education system amongst the themes that it has proposed one of the key themes themes is a revised curriculum and a pedagogy which prepares students for 21st century skills cultivate scientific temper the curriculum should be interdisciplinary and not broken down into subjects it should be holistic some of the things that we just discussed it should be based on experiential learning storytelling based and it should instill a sense of pride and uh, a sense of pride for india and i quote from the national education policy that the education system rooted in indian ethos that contributes directly to transforming india that is bharat sustainably into an equitable and vibrant knowledge society and to instill among the learners a deep rooted pride in being indian thus if we can introduce our indian knowledge systems and puranas in a systematic manner as a story based narrative that can inspire students to understand the rich cultural and scientific heritage of india and develop pride in the bharatiya parampara and equally importantly it can kindle up the aspiration to pursue further research and higher education in our itihasa purana and knowledge systems so now that we have looked at a need and uh, uh, some of the features of how our curriculum should be i'll now move on to how can we develop such a curriculum based on our puranas before i introduce a curriculum i'd like to give an example of big history which is a modern scientific attempt at building a coherent curriculum so a big history is a novel curriculum that's been introduced recently in the past few years it integrates multiple disciplines such as astronomy biology geology history now these subjects are what students commonly study as separate subjects in their regular educational process but what big history does is it brings them together it ties them onto one timeline which is what you see uh, below and it covers 14 billion year billion year history of the universe it's a modern scientific attempt at building a narrative looking at a story of who we are how did the universe originate and inquiring upon some of the biggest fundamental questions if you look at here it starts from the big bang then looking at how did the stars emerge how did new chemical elements form how did the earth form the emergence of life emergence of human beings agriculture and the modern industrial revolution from the timeline itself you can uh, get a sense that it is it projects a linear view of time and it is anthropocentric in nature in fact it is based on the philosophical assumptions of modern science which is in fact one of the biggest 
criticisms of it also in the beginning it highlights origin stories from various cultures but there also the origin story from the indian civilization is missing nevertheless big history has seen a massive success globally it began as a humble pilot with seven schools in us today it is offered at several major schools and colleges globally including yale university of amsterdam macquarie university there are several moocs that are available on coursera and there's a lot of interactive and interesting digital content available on their own website youtube there's a tv series as well uh, in which prime transton is there and it's being enthusiastically promoted by bill gates himself who who says that it's his favorite course of all time and he's in fact working financially and otherwise to take this course globally it's been recognized as an important global framework by world economic uh, forum and it's shaping the narrative on sustainability and future of humanity so the big history curriculum has demonstrated a successful model of developing an interdisciplinary curriculum a story based curriculum and a holistic curriculum although there are criticisms of it being a eurocentric one so taking this as a successful example let us come to developing a curriculum based on our puranas so we've looked at in the conference that puranas are panchalakshanas sarga prati sarga manvantra vamsha and vamshanucharita now these are contents that we normally study in modern scientific uh, disciplines for example how did the universe originate this is what we study in cosmology genealogy or how did life originate this is something that we study in evolutionary biology and story of various beings is what we study in historical disciplines our puranas are encyclopedias of indic knowledge systems covering knowledge from vedas vedangas and they offer a narrative based approach and it's a thrill to read the, the stories in them they offer an interdisciplinary approach and there's an inquiry based approach now this approach is also being recommended in the modern educational frameworks such as c3 historical thinking and socratic method they cover much larger time scales and non anthropocentric in perspective and thankfully to the works of great people who've been working on puranas we have access to some of the english translations including some of them online so thus if you were to look at introducing indian knowledge systems to students and youth in an engaging manner puranas offer an excellent source but to be to to for it to reach to students we need to provide the necessary background and frameworks in a systematic manner coming to the curriculum that we have developed at anadi foundation i'll be sharing a brief of the module that we have developed so we've developed this keeping in mind students from modern educational institutions and we've integrated both modern scientific as well as content from the puranas and we've looked at modern research and their application in indian society today it's a inquiry based approach interdisciplinary and we've made use of lot of stories and one of the key things is that we propose a healthy confluence of modern and indic knowledge systems the idea is not to replace e either of the disciplines and the outcome that we intend from this curriculum is that the students understand the rich cultural and scientific heritage of india they are inspired to pursue further research and they develop a shraddha and pride in our bharatiya parampara the whole curriculum is divided into modules and each module has four dimensions if you look at it so the pancha lakshanas each of the lakshana has one or more modules dedicated to it in every module there are four dimensions inquiry content research and perspective to cover each of these dimensions we have various components and there are also additional modules on uh, specific topics such as temple architecture 
So I'll briefly take you to how does the curriculum look like with a few examples. So as we looked at, so if we take the Panchalakshanas, Sarga, Prati, Sarga and so on, each of them will have one or more modules. Each of the modules will have these components. So every module is inquiry driven. So inquiry into questions defines the theme and flow of the module. This is in line with the method that is followed in our Indian way of teaching. It puts information into context. Now there is a fundamental question, which is at the core of the module, which is, for example, how old is the universe? Or the equivalent Puranic question is, how, what is the age of Lord Brahma? That is asked in uh, Vishnu Purana. And then we also have common and anti commonly asked questions that students may have during the teaching process. So for example, when we narrate the story of Revata in the module on Manvantara, the normal question that comes up is, how did Revati not become old when they were in, when they were with Brahmaji? Or why can't we see the fundamental principle, which is the Brahman with our own eyes? Now, these are questions that we also find in our Puranas themselves. During the course of the module, we also cover questions which are research oriented and develop a perspective for students. We'll cover more on this when we look at later. An important point is we also look at open questions in science. For example, what is known and what is not known? So having defined the core theme, which is inquiry driven, we come to what is the content that is taught in the curriculum. So we off the approach that is taken is an interdisciplinary and integrated one. So we include theory from the modern science and other disciplines. So in the module on creation, we look at the theory of Big Bang. In looking at the origin of various beings, we look at uh, the content from evolutionary biology. It acts as a useful starting point because that is the content that most of the students have been exposed to. And since this is the vocabulary that students understand, understand when we often narrate Puranic contents, it also helps students to actually connect with some of the uh, concepts. And it also acts as a useful stepping stone for people who may be interested in pursuing further research, uh, like many of the scholars. Are we coming to uh, the concluding the... Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll try to conclude this in another few minutes. And then we include uh, content from the Puranic stories as well. We include uh, content from the Shastras such as Jyotisha Vastu Shastra, which help to understand some of the concepts and there are, views, and there are visualizations that are employed such as from Stellarium. Then uh, latest research has been employed. So for example, we, when we ask the question, is every tick of the clock the same? Uh, we expose students to the latest research on circadian rhythm, which was awarded the Nobel Prize which said that the body and the mind's activity changes depending on the day and night. And this is application in our Indian tradition in terms of the timing of the ragas that are there and the Ritu Charya and the Dinacharya. And uh, then we also, uh, during the course of teaching, we cover the some of the research that has emerged on dating the Mahabharata Purayana. And we look at the limitations of the current archaeological methods in constructing evidence. So this helps students put perspective into some of the questions and the content they've been exposing to and emerging disciplines such as archaeoastronomy, which have potential to uncover some of the truths that are there and uh, looking at open questions like we just discussed. The last component that we cover in the uh, curriculum is uh, we look at the Indian worldview and philosophy. Uh, such as cyclical nature of time, subjective view of reality. This helps understand the Puranas overall. And we look at the history of science, the cultural roots of science, which puts into perspective for students some of the philosophical assumptions that we take for granted. 
and we look at interesting applications of uh, the indian knowledge systems such as sankalpa mantra where we chant the space time coordinates like shweta varaha kalpe vyavasvate manmantare and we look at some of the modern challenges such as consumerism and environmental issues by taking example of yagya as a philosophical system which can offer insights into solving some of the global challenges now that we have a curriculum we look at how can we introduce that there are four ways that we propose one is a regular classroom teaching model where it can be offered as a series of workshops it can also offered be it can also be offered as curriculum in uh, various clubs or expert sessions can also be organized there's an interesting method by which it can be offered which is theater in education so students take up a story a concept develop a play around that and can present an annual days or interclass competition quizzing events can be organized since puranas are rich in content and artists can be invited to perform uh, some of these content another important aspect is that uh, a lot of content can be created by students uh, yes sir i'm i'm towards the last uh, last slides towards that you can quickly browse through all the remaining slides and wind up very quickly yes sir yes sir. Uh, you have to leave time for the other presenters yes. also yes sir yes so uh, so students can participate in creating content and uh, we also propose creating a free online version of the course as well uh we have mod we have piloted several modules at anadi foundation we continue to uh work on these further and further areas of research in this is developing further modules on this developing teacher training program as well as developing an objective assessment criteria by which we can measure the impact of such a curriculum and propose it as a formal at various places in conclusion i'd like to uh highlight that there is a need to introduce indian knowledge system and content from puranas acts as a relevant source to introduce it in educational institutions and we looked at a model by which an integrated model by which it can be introduced and we looked at some of the ways in which it can be taken to schools and educational institutions so that students are inspired to pursue further research and they develop shraddha and pride in the bharatiya parampara so these are some of the references thank you if there are any questions thank you saksham uh, actually this paper has been an answer to most of the general audience uh, of the conference so we say actually amazed that the knowledge that is being presented in the conference and they have been asking how 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 do we take this to the students uh, to the young children and all that so uh, you have done that well uh, to uh, give the satisfaction to the audience that the work is going on and uh, we can uh, introduce this to uh, children